You're listening to The Empowerment Project. I'm Nicole Dargi, an empowerment mentor for men, women, and teens. I teach yoga, I take women on retreats, and I help teens realize their self-worth. So this is the second installment of the third part series where I interview Charlotte Pointeau from First Moon Circles and Women's Coach. In the first episode, the last episode, we talk about her journey and how she became the amazing person that she is and also having a really clear purpose to making a difference in the world. And basically how she discovered through her menstrual cycle awareness practice, which is something that we teach at First Moon Circles, how she came to create First Moon Circles and Also, you can learn about what to expect if you decide to come, which I'm very excited to tell you that I'll be running another one in December in 2021. So enjoy. So you do run um, these full moon circles with mums as well as daughters, don't you? Yeah, so... um... The we have so we have after we've done our um cycle awareness session, we have we invite the mums, or uh, you know, if it's not mums, um, you know, perhaps mums are at work, or perhaps you know, the children don't have a mum, um, you know, so we invite another parent, or guardian, or aunt, or granny, or somebody else if they want to come in place, um, to sit in circle with the girls and the other, the other grown ups, um, to celebrate as a rite of passage so the first part is like you know I I think of it as like the education part and then the second part is like our rite of passage celebration which just really affirms for the girls that this is something to be um, proud of and to celebrate you know um, not to be ashamed of Um, we uh, the, the parents share wisdom with their with all the girls you know what's what, what is it that they wish they had known if they got a, a blessing or a piece of advice for for the girls you know as they go through their menarche and then into their menstrual journey and um it's it's really lovely yeah it's really beautiful I think it's a beautiful idea and I feel like it reminds me of the old rites of passages that they had and the rituals back in the day you know I know the Apache tribe have certain rituals around this and um, where the young girls receive their womanhood and they receive their, they receive their name and, mm. um, you know, the women go and they take the girls and, um, you know, they really celebrate this time. And it's, it's a, such a vast difference in this culture yeah. how um, it is now shunned and shamed and, um, you know, a lot of the girls are mis- getting misinformation, particularly through just their friends but also what they see online and, um and I feel like what the work that you've initiated and that I will be doing myself is that this is a return to that very much in society where we've gone back to more celebration rituals and uh, embracing the, the very spiritual nature of what it means to be a woman and to gather the girls together and let the elders of the tribe, you know, impart, impart their wisdom and this is very much, I believe, it's what this work is about and what you do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd love to hear if you have any stories about um, any, like, good stories about mums and, or grandmothers or aunties or 
and their daughters going through these experiences because I haven't done it yet. What yeah. tell me what it's like? Oh, it's it's so heartwarming. It makes me just feel like crying every single time. <laughs> I have to have a bit of a debrief with myself and just go, oh, it was oh. so lovely. <laughs> so uh yeah, so mum's come, uh, like I say, or uh somebody else in lieu of um a mum. Um and also, you know, sometimes we've had girls sitting in our circle where they've you know they've lost their mother um so I've invited a dad along um and you know been very you know said you know if you can come if you feel comfortable this is so that would be so amazing because you know we really need to get you know males involved on this journey with us as well but um you know they're not always available or or comfortable so what we've done in that case um just to say if this you know if if you've got some a listener who's thinking you know, they would, uh, they know somebody who would really benefit from this, um, whether it's their own daughter, but they're not sure if they'd be able to go themselves or they know, you know, they've got a, a family friend who, who's whether a girl doesn't have a mother anymore, for example, um, you know, then the other women in the circle are able to, to take that sort of elder place for that, yes, for that girl and, yes. and offer that, um, that support for her. So yeah, we've had, um, we've had different, different dynamics in each one actually um but I find that mums are quite nervous beforehand they uh worry when I ask them uh to share some wisdom they they yes you know so I don't really know I haven't I'm not sure I don't know I haven't can't think of anything and you know I just sort of you know give them a bit of support and advice and just you know reiterate that it's it's not about it being this great piece of advice it's more about just being there just show up just you know just yeah. just be there and say you know I'm, I'm here for you like you know yes, just being present just being present is 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 really important but you know we do get some really beautiful ad- advice come through and it's you know about um you know understanding um that you know your body's your body knows what to do, like trust your body, um, or, you know, have always have something in your bag and, you know, then you're, you've got your, your girlfriends can ask you for help and you look out for each other and that sisterhood part, um, you know, so that if you're at school, um, which is the second most common place for periods to start after home, you know, then if you don't have anything on you, then, you know, your girlfriends nearby can, can give you uh, like a pad or something and, you know, just, just, just cute little piece of advice um and uh the girls kind of always you know they look up at the mums and by this point they've they've been um been through the whole session and so they're actually quite open and happy to share with their mums what they've learned uh Mm. and the mums are often learning things for the first time themselves and they're like oh you're teaching us which the you know the, Mm. the girls love they're like oh cool you know um and they see that their mums are open to it. Um, and I think that's half of it. It's just the, the, the mums and the parents being open to talking about this and not being, uh, like they might be uncomfortable, they might be nervous, sure, but they're there and they're willing. And that's, that's the really important part. So, um, yeah, I've had lots of mums say, oh, I didn't know that about my cycle. Like I'm only just learning that for the first time. Um, 
and I, I sort of give the mums a bit of an overview, a really quick overview of um, cycle self-care at this point. So we might have already talked about this with the girls, but, um, you know, things like, you know, there'll be times in your cycle when you want to be quiet and you you might not, like your daughters might not want to be around you so much. They might actually just want to go and have a bit of quiet time and have a bit of rest and just, you know, know there's nothing wrong with them. Like they, they need that. And, you know, we can, they can, now they know they can ask you for that. They can say that's what they need and and you can trust that everything's okay. And they can just take that time for themselves. And, you know, you can take that time for yourself too. Um, you know, so kind of treating it as uh, like, um, you know, change, changing the dynamic within the family, especially if there's, if there is a dad there or brothers there, then, you know, getting everybody on board with the idea that, you know, we cycle and we're different every day. We're not like males where they're the same energy um, and hormone <laughs> makeup every single day, which is the way our world is built, right? right? We're built to live in a linear um linear yeah. but it's cyclic but we're cyclic <laughs> yeah and and that's it the natural world is cyclic but our constructed society is is linear it's like you know you go to work every day you get up at the same day every same time every day you do the same same things pretty much the same every you know all the time um so yeah it's it's sort of you know that you get you get the, the mums and the daughters starting to bond and to be open and to talk and you get this under sense of understanding that they can talk about this and take it home. Um, and that it's not just going to be a, this thing I learned in this thing once and then never like it, it stayed there and I couldn't do anything with it. I couldn't take it home. I couldn't talk to anyone about it. It's like the start of something new. It's the start of the relationship of the opened lines of communication between mother, daughter. It's that bonding. Um, I've had, feedback from so many mums saying like you gave me like one of my favorites was uh something along the lines of um my daughter was so embarrassed she didn't want to do this I'm so glad we did it was like a real successful mum moment like I I felt like I was winning as a mum because I got her to completely change her attitude towards periods um but our our relationship is so much more open uh like we're more connected we can talk about these things there's no shame um she's more confident and comfortable um and i was so pleased to be able to do that for her you're just like oh oh (laughs) yeah yeah. that's exactly it that's the calling that i have too yeah it's just that feeling of what you could the possibility that you can create for mothers and daughters. Yeah. Uh, And I think that, you know, having created this more clear lines between mother and daughter through doing this work, I think that also it helps up to open up the communication about girls and their relationship with their bodies or their sacred relationship with their bodies. Mm -hmm. And, and I really feel that. And I'd love to hear your feedback on this is that these days young girls but you know especially in this age group nine to 13 are being sexualized too early and it's very damaging on this sacred relationship with their body um you know what what are your thoughts on that sort of angle and you know what would you you know if you're a mum how would you how do you think that you would maybe your own daughter 
how do you think that do, how having this connection and holding this space would help in creating that open line communication? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, our culture really celebrates youth um, and yes. the maiden, but, you know, very, uh, very narrow, as you know, um, you know, this is, this is your area of, of work particularly, but you know, that's super narrow, um, window of, or, or version of what beauty is, you know, and as we get yeah. older, we, you know, we're sold products to look, to look young again. And, um, you know, our, our culture celebrates that. And then kind of that's, that's really where it ends. Um, you know, and we put on, you know, all of our, like, you know, all the advertising and the, in the media and on the TV and, you know, everywhere. It's like, this is the ideal woman who's very young and very mainstream, like conventionally, traditionally beautiful um, in that external way. Um, You know, and you've got to live up to that. And then, you know, we're, we're humans, we're social animals. We're built to, uh, to fit in, to, uh, survive. And I think, you know, some of the, um, ways that we do that, especially at school, uh, is to look and act a certain way. And, you know, it's because we, we just want to fit in and we just want to be, uh, like to find our place. And I think, you know, I remember in my school years, particularly, you know, we had the, um, we had the sort of dominant males in the class and at school. And, you know, unfortunately we had girls who were sort of trying to get their approval. And by doing that, they would be really mean to the other girls uh, who, you know, to kind of get that status and that, you know, power really uh, kind of approval um, and validation. And, you know, the way that they would do that is to look a certain way, behave a certain way, you know, and often start relationships with with the boys as well, who, uh, you know, acted like if you, if you didn't do what they said, they would just bully you and be mean to you. And, you know, you, if you, if, you know, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't at that age. It's like if you, if you do have a relationship, you know, you get called things like a slag or a slut mm. and if you don't then you're uh frigid or tight or you know that kind of that kind of thing and mm. it's very much you know it comes from this toxic masculine culture but it's very mm. much about um you know power and finding your place and already you know teens are using the feminine the female body to uh to kind of play those games and i think it's you know it's it's terribly sad. Um, yes, you know, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah some yep. of the things that can. This is happen. the area that I work. This is this is very much the area that yeah. I work in with Inside Out Beauty. It's uh, you know teaching the young girls about the difference between the sacred feminine yeah. and then there's there's the you know arrogant side of femininity as well, yeah. which is basically the equivalent of toxic masculinity. Yeah, but. Um, you know, I, I was listening to your conversation with Jane Hardwick Collins as well. You were having this riveting conversation mm-hmm. about this uh, patriarchal idea of femininity and which is what has led to so much neglect of the feminine cycle and, uh, you know, the implications of that on the well-being of women and families and children as well. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that because that I think that that's really important that, you know, some people 
they, they, their eyes are closed. They don't realise because it's this idea of uh, the way the world is now, but it is changing. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the feminine is becoming more prevalent. Uh, that it's, it's, you know, how can we move from that one place to the next, you know, as a culture, oh, as, mm. as women? And you, was, you were talking with Jane Harwick Collins about this, we need to be the change, we need to be the example. You need to set the example. Tell me what your thoughts are on that. Mm, yeah, so, well, I think, you know, a lot of it comes down to knowledge. Knowledge is, you know, knowledge is power, but um, it's that sharing of the ancient wisdom that we've lost that, um, that's been handed down through the generations. You know, that's what rites of passages are. It's the... Um, it's supporting people through from one phase of life to the next, um, you know, so mm. this is menarche, the first period, but it's the transition from child to, you know, they say becoming a woman um, because you're now, you can carry life. Um, but, you know, really it's becoming, you know, an adolescent and um, what we've neglected in our culture is, um, you know, celebrating these rites of passage, but by celebrating what it really means is not just having a party, it's um, giving guidance, uh, teaching responsibility, teaching, um, you know, boys and girls, this is absolutely not limited to by gender, you know, we have rites of passages for both for all genders. Yes. Um, yes. But, you know, yeah. don't teach young people how to grow into and it successfully initiate into adulthood, you know, and what it means to be an adult, to be responsible for yourself, to be responsible for others, to be responsible for the earth, um, you know, to be global caring citizens. Um, and you see, you see young people, you know, that's when they do sort of act out um, or rebel or kind of flounder or get stuck in, they're adults, but they're still acting like a child. Um, you know, it's because they're not initiated. And I think yes. the the work that we can do with all young people and grown-ups who haven't successfully initiated, you know, there's that we have other rites of passages in life as well, like like motherhood, like childbirth is very much one. Yes. Menopause, they're the female ones. But you know, for men, they don't really have like another physical one. Um, but you know, it's, it's that sort of mid age, you know, you've kind of got the, as you, as you, uh, go through the, the seasons of your life, um, we kind of, you know, our role in, in the world changes and there's just zero acknowledgement of it. Um, and I think, you know, a huge part of that, of, of what you're talking about come, comes back to that because then we are shedding light on, you know, what's expected, but you're connected to uh, something bigger than yourself as well. Like connected to you in your family, in your social group, to your community, um, you know, to your culture, like you've got a stronger sense of culture. You know, when you look at like indigenous cultures, they've got such a strong sense of who they are, what their place is on this earth, what their purpose is in life, um, you know, in terms of like that, that collective consciousness, that wider awareness of you know life bigger than ourselves. um they have beautiful rituals and ceremonies um you know celebrations of 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 all of um life's events 
but they have the strongest connection to their ancestry, to their heritage, and they see it as this continuing um, like thread um, where they um, pass down wisdom and knowledge and guidance. And, and we've, we've really lost that, you know, we've lost our village, proverbial village. Um, yes. but we've lost our sense of, you know, what are we even on this earth for? Like, what, what's it all about? So we get stuck in that me, me, me mentality, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's about making money and it's about getting the house and it's about having the family and it's about getting the job and the holidays and, you know, you can say it's spiritual to think, you know, what is my higher purpose? But I think it's what we all want. We all want a purpose. We need a purpose. It's it's our guiding light. Yes, I feel that yeah. this is on a collective level, culturally, what's going on now in this time in history, that there's all of this drama playing out all this you know it seems to be everybody's having a tantrum over something uh and i feel like it's a huge global awakening and a shift of consciousness into uh everyone has is forced to grow up basically (laughs) take ownership of what's going on for themselves um and you know um it's just become very apparent that this old patriarchal view of putting profit over the well-being of of our culture and society has not worked, is not working and we need to make a change. And, and I really believe this work is the beginning of this groundswell that is occurring. And there's little pockets of people all over the place like yourself who are doing this work. And I feel like it's going to take a little time. And, um, but I feel like we've had a massive slap in the face this year on so many levels. hundred (laughs) percent. I I, don't quote me on this because I can't remember the accuracy of it, but I heard somebody said a quote, it might be Yogi Bhajan, uh, who said something like, um, like it could see this event happening where a third of the world would go mad, a third of the world would die and a third of the world would wake up or something like that. And I just feel yeah. like this year has been uh, that, <laughs> you know, yes. and it's, it's been rough, yes. really, really rough. But I think one thing that people cannot deny, even if you are you and me doing this kind of work or if you're Donald Trump, you know, you kind of realize that, the old way is not going to work anymore. Things have got to change. No. Um, yeah. Absolutely. We need to find new ways of connecting and new ways of doing things. And one thing that I know for sure is that when I'm in tune with my body, particularly as a yoga practitioner and a teacher and seeing people change and transform through regular practice is that when you become in tune and aligned and you find that purpose or you find that, you know, if you if you call it, want to call it spiritual side of yourself, uh, your biology changes mm. and you become healthier, and you you tend to attract more positive experiences in your life, and you then start to create a positive impact around you as well. And I really believe that a young girl coming to a, a first moon circle is the very beginning of that journey whether her mum is that way inclined or or not, and that we can create a space for this to occur. And, uh, you know, it's it's a really exciting 
idea that we can we can begin now again but in a better way yeah and uh you know it doesn't have to be like the old apache ways it doesn't have to be like the indigenous ways it can be our way in this western culture doing doing it in in our own way and i really feel like this can be carried through to a healthier adolescent experience yeah. as well and i remember years ago when i started running empowerment courses for women i had this idea hmm i realized that these women they these patterns and the these bad experiences occurred when they were teenagers and then i went hmm, i'm going to be youth mentor and then i realized as i was facilitating teenage empowerment courses that it actually needs to start earlier and it's um it's a very interesting thing to observe that as girls are becoming sexualized younger these days that we need to start them younger as well yeah it's a very powerful time to get them before they're exposed to the stuff out there in school and social media and to do it with their mums to do it with their tribe and to create a better future uh, on a physical emotional and spiritual level i think it's really important couldn't agree with you more absolutely yeah i feel like um you know there are huge implications for that in educating the girls and it most importantly i feel like that this tending to their self-care and having that rest and that downtime as you've said during the cycle during a period it's the very beginning of um self-awareness mm-hmm. and that is the cornerstone of, of spiritual practice and i heard you once mention that uh journaling having a period journal is a great idea and i think that that's sort of a beautiful springboard to other things as well um and i think that it's it's a much more wholesome healthy culture when we start to practice these things tell tell us a little bit about what you know what you'd recommend on top of that or tell us a bit about the journaling how you found that that's been good for you or the girls you've coached yeah for sure yeah so um was part of the first moon circles i give um all of the participants a little gift pack um and um within that they've got a moon pack as i call it um which is a set of essentials for them to look after themselves while they're bleeding um, and they can keep it in their bag or their locker or, or take it with them on school camp or to sleepovers and um you know it's a cute pretty little um vanity bag but it's it's just got you know some little treats in there and and some pads and um they can put a pair of pants in and the chocolate and a crystal and oils and you know all those kinds of things um but also they receive a moon journal um which i talk about um you know, explain it to them what, what its purpose is and they, they take it away and they get quite excited about it. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you got something of value out of this. And please stay tuned for the final episode, number three, uh, where we'll continue to go down the rabbit hole and find out some really amazing, juicy information for you. And I hope that you have a fantastic day and remember to take care of yourself and each other. If you love what you've heard today, please rate my podcast and leave me a review. You can find out more on my bio link on Instagram at Inside Out Yoga, the one with the underscores.
I really hope you'll get some valuable information and strategies out of this. You can read all about it on my blog at insideoutyoga.com.au and let me know what you'd like to hear more of. Until next time, be kind to yourself and each other.